Hi, this is Frank Muller, and this is Is It Right or Is It Easy? You can always access us on our website, right-or-easy.com, or listen to us and subscribe to our podcast on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, amongst other podcasting platforms. Today's conversation is about Russian gas, hydrocarbons, and illegal drugs. And I thought this might be an interesting conversation and perhaps somewhat provocative, which is a good thing, um, to discuss this. With all of the current press regarding the subsidizing of the Russian economy, by consumers, mainly in Europe and the United States, are Russian hydrocarbons. I thought it might be interesting just to have a conversation about that and illegal drugs. You see, that the thrust of my thesis is that an economic embargo of nations, or for that matter, any partner uh, or entity that pursues acts against the common good is a justifiable immoral action. However, when it is selectively applied, it becomes highly hypocritical. So in today's log, you will, uh, blog, you will see a, a link to the latest Drug Enforcement Agency report that outlines the scope and the scale of the U.S illegal drug trade and it should be noted that a part of the U.S. illegal drug trade is the illegal trafficking of pharmaceuticals manufactured legally within the United States. And the butcher's bill in terms of lives lost each year due to the effects of these actions against the common good. So I encourage you to, to read this report. It is, well, sobering. The estimates vary because the trade is illegal, but the annual number is pegged generally in terms of sales of the illegal drugs in the United States ranges between $500 billion up to $1 trillion per year. I'm a little bit more skeptical on the latter number. So just for um, uh, conservative sake, let's assume the low end of that figure, $500 billion a year. Further, the estimates of simply the direct deaths from illegal drugs in the United States annually is over 100,000 Americans a year die directly from drug overdose, poisoning due to bad batches of the drug concoction, and a myriad of other reasons across the various categories and subcategories of illegal drugs. It, uh, it, it's breathtakingly depressing to read through it. Uh, this obviously does not count the enormous cost to society in these broken and wasted lives that are not dead, but have simply wounded on the battlefield fought in this war uh, and the contempt expense that society bears due to it. I'm also linking to you a Reuters uh, article that just categorizes 
and estimates the uh, 2021 Russian hydrocarbon sales uh, at approximately $120 billion USD uh, per year. So prior to the Ukrainian invasion, you know, it's difficult to conceive of any significant direct casualties due to the Russian oil business. But I am confident that the Russian government um, is fully engaged in hacking. There was clearly the intervention uh, in Syria. There's clearly the funding and supplying of Iranian and other Shia insurrections that has had a significant cost, but it is far less so in terms of the human lives lost than the current Ukrainian invasion. Both of these broad data points, that is the size of the illegal drug business in the United States and the deaths associated with it compared to the Russian hydrocarbon business and the deaths that are associated with it leads me to wonder why we in the West notably turn such a blind eye to this business that is sanctioned and profited by countries like Venezuela, certainly to this day still facilitated in Colombia, in Bolivia, in Mexico, as well as probably Nicaragua, El Salvador, Guatemala, Guatemala and other Central American countries, not to mention all those countries in Asia and Africa, the others and that participate in, in the distribution of these illegal drugs. The retail U.S. distribution organization and the facilitation of the laundering of that dirty money right here on our shores also seems to have <laughs> little real public outcry. The economic volume of this disease upon the common good is five to ten times that of the Russian oil industry. The loss of lives and the surviving collateral damage is on a scale that should make us quiver, shudder in shame. Our total combat fatalities in Iraq and Afghanistan over 20 years is approximately 6,000. Our total Combat fatalities in Vietnam over 20 years was approximately 53,000. If we add all American combat casualties across all conflicts fought by this country over the last 250 years, it's approximately 1.2 million Americans. In the last 20 years, more than 2 million Americans have died due to illegal drugs, and the number climbs each and every year. I mean, should we not at some point consider the benefit of ceasing to do business with any country or company or people that export illegal drugs and or their components and distribution systems into the United States? Should we not consider attacking the entire distribution business of illegal drugs just as we would a foreign invader? Now, 
Let me stop here because it is important for me to point out that I personally am not a favor of incarcerating people for using these illegal drugs. And I know that's controversial with many people. Quite the opposite. I stand in the camp of decriminalizing the use of these illegal drugs. Let me explain why. See, the criminalization should be focused entirely on those who profit from the distribution and the creation of those illegal drugs. We must remove the economic benefit these war criminals derive from the distribution of illegal drugs. These sentences, sentences, excuse me, and the economic consequences should be absolutely severe. However, if we decriminalize the use of drugs and alcohol, unless they cause harm to an innocent, then we reduce the pricing power of the black market and its proceeds going to those who hate us, who are waging that war on us. Rather, the illegal drug trade can and should become legal and regulated, and society can work on encouraging abstinence and care in its just use, just like we do with tobacco and alcohol. My thought is to have mercy and forgiveness and help for the sinner. My thought is to have righteous justice in protecting the common good by refusing to allow any country or entity cooperating with this great evil any sanction or benefit whatsoever from the U.S. financial system and its markets, just as we're doing to a large extent with the Russians. If an act of war is being waged on our society, then a commensurate and justifiable act of war is justified by attacking the economic interest and the profit motives of the parties responsible. Love the sinner. Hate the sin. Might this be a moment in time an opportunity for Americans to revisit the list of all of our enemies and to weigh in the scale the actual cost to us and then fight the wars that have the most significant consequence to our common good. I respectfully submit for your consideration that if we fight against sin, within our lives and our homes, if we fight to reform failed educational institutions that do not teach people how to think, they just teach them what to think. If we stop doing business with corporations who maximize profits at the expense of providing jobs that allow families to live in dignity, they basically outsource the to the cheapest labor market, then tax those companies who send those jobs to other countries simply to save those labor costs by the exact amount of money they are saving in labor costs. If the labor can be provided in another country that doesn't exist here, I think I got it. But when it does, or it could, or it should, take away the economic incentive wage the appropriate battle. These wars 
can and should be waged by the means appropriate to each individual conflict. And they all should be done within the confines of the law and civil discourse. In order to fight a war, we must name the enemy and we must calculate the cost the enemy is imposing upon us and impose a cost far greater on that enemy and the cooperators with that enemy. The correct economic and political pol policy is one that chooses the good and refuses to cooperate or subsidize in any way those that parlay evil for money, fame, power, or pleasure. Let us fight the fights with the appropriate tools. May peace be with us all.